0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor.
1: So you and I are big free speech fans, but more and more I feel like free speech is like it's under attack. It just is. And as long as this country has been around, there have been different beliefs you know, as to how free free speech actually is there's been a lot of different ideas we've talked in the past about different threats to it there was a lawsuit recently where someone had to pay nearly a billion dollars or rather it's not that they actually paid it they were told that they're you know on the hook for i always
0: it. wonder about that actually i don't know what that right. because you can't pay money you don't have but yeah
1: <laughs> take out a loan i don't know and uh but but the jury is like you gotta pay all these you know many billions of dollars because other people were upset that he had said some things that were untrue on his radio or YouTube show. doesn't matter who it is. Some of the parents may know. But the point that we're talking about is, is the issue itself. Here's someone who said some untrue things and, on, on his show, and some people got upset. They claimed that what he said caused them damages. In other words, they were damaged as individuals by this speech because what he said was untrue. And so they said that he was guilty of what's called defamation. So defamation is basically when you defame someone. If you think of like the word famous, if, if someone has fame, they have a good reputation and people like them, right? So to defame someone is is the opposite of that. You're You're destroying their reputation. You're making it so that people don't like them. And so that's defamation is when people are like, hey, you did something that caused people to not like me. And so they sue for defamation. And, and so the government has said that you don't get your right to free speech if you say something that is knowingly untrue. In other words, you knew it was false and you still claimed it was true and you hurt someone else. But I think there were some problems with this. Brittany, maybe for conversation let's start this way i want to ask you in a case like this or in general like who gets to determine what's true if if this all boils down to like you knowingly said something that was false and and you hurt someone in the process but but who gets to decide what is actually true or not
0: that's the, that's the thing I think that bothers me the most about this. Well, two parts of it. One, who gets decided uh, what is true, and two, what constitutes or what means like you hurt somebody. What does that mean? You know, what, what does that hurt mean? And so in this case, it's the government, it's the courts, right? They get to decide, decide okay, you knew that wasn't true and you said it anyway, and we're going to decide this person was hurt because their feelings are hurt. And so you have to think about both of these terms are very subjective, meaning they might mean different things to different people without any clear definition. And I think it's really, really dangerous when we give the power to decide what is true to a government entity, because then you're saying the government, think of the president that's setting, right? Then you can say, okay, well, the government's right about this. And then the government must be right about this. And basically, whatever the government says must be true. But not only that, you said the word, you know, knowingly true, which means they also get to decide whether or not you knew it was true according to their rules. So it just seems really scary to me to give that much power to, to a government entity to decide what is true and what isn't. That's my biggest fear.
1: I I also, this idea of harm that you, you and I both mentioned, I want to talk a little bit about that as well, because, you know, is it that your feelings are hurt? You know, like what does it mean to actually be defamed? If, um, here, here's a totally unrelated example, but I, I think it, um, illustrate some of the problem. So when it comes to your house, usually for most people, their house is their most expensive investment. In other words, you know, maybe they have some stock or maybe they have some savings, but people spend a lot of money on their house. And so they want to protect the value of that investment. They want to make sure that they're not losing money. So let's say that someone down the road moves in, and they start leaving trash all over their front lawn and they paint their their house bright pink and they put up spotlights at night and they play loud music and they have like you know 80 cars parked all along the side of the road cuz it's like a party house or whatever well those neighbors are going to start to feel like their investment is going down in value why because your value is just what other people are willing to pay, you know, if you try and sell your house. And so if, if your neighborhood gets kind of weird because of this one house and people are like, eh, I don't want to live there. Suddenly it's going to become harder to find buyers for your house, which means that the value is going to go down. It will be hard to, to get a lot of money if you were to ever sell your house. And so what all this leads to is that people will often try and use the government to punish People like that. You can't paint your house this color. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't, you know, have trash on your front lawn, all because they want to make sure that other people don't do things with their property that might negatively impact them. And, and so that's a roundabout example for me with with free speech here, because it's like, well, yeah, sure, you have the right to free speech, but if you Hurt me if you say something that I don't like that defames me, like my fame goes down, people like me less, that's bad. So I'm gonna use the government to to muzzle you to punish you if you say something that's not nice about me. But I'm like, have you ever seen the internet? like it is it, it is like constant uh, defamation right <laughs> everyone's going around criticizing everyone else and poking fun at politicians or, you know, opposing what the media says or whatever. And, and so to me, in this particular case, this lawsuit we're talking about, I don't know that it, I don't know. I I don't know that there was actually any harm. Do, do I think that this radio host hurt some people's feelings? Totally. Absolutely. Do I think that some people really hate the guy? 100%. Do, do I think that he should, have to pay billions of dollars, billion with a B uh, just because these people got their feelings hurt? No way. Like that just seems totally, yeah. the word I'm looking for, I guess, is disproportionate. In other words, it's not proportional. It, it It's not a good match.
0: That means the know, punishment well, doesn't fit the crime. Yeah, the pun- there you yeah. go.
1: Yeah. Punishment doesn't fit the crime. It's like, sure, maybe a few thousand dollars or I don't know, 50,000. pay Pay for some kids' college funds or I don't know, set them up for a little better life, something more reasonable. But this seems like the government and 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 the people involved just wanted to like thump this guy and make a case out of him. And I just think that's dangerous for protecting free speech.
0: I also think it's dangerous because there's a lot of, uh, you know, oh, he's a conspiracy. theorist. he's this or that. Um, here's why this scares me is we've done episodes and talked about things like Operation Northwoods before in times when the government did lie and things like that and so it it also worries me that if we say somebody can't share their opinion on whether or not they think something is true and they may be completely wrong right like but they but if they think that and if that is something they want to share they should be able to share it but now if you say something and then somebody says you hurt their feelings can we just not say anything anymore and and you know yep. when is the next when is the next lawsuit going to come and then the next one and so i think it's really dangerous that we've set this this precedent now that we can look back on and say well okay well they were able to sue him for a billion dollars it's it's very scary to me
1: yeah you're right it, it it's uh one of the, one of the terms for this is a chilling effect so what that means is is like think of yourself when you're really chilled. Your teeth are chattering and you're, you're shaking there in the cold. And it's kind of getting that way where I live right now when I walk the dogs in the morning and I've got like three layers on cause it's so cold outside. And, um, I know you miss it, Brittany, but, nope. um, <laughs> so, so I, I'm really cold. Right. And so it's hard to move. It's hard to take action, right? Because I'm just like, you know, I'm chilled. So a chill chilling effect is that same kind of idea. And in this case, where we're talking about free speech, when exactly what you just said, Brittany, if you look and see that some guy got punished, he got sued, and and they want him to pay billions of dollars because he said something um, that, you know, was apparently untrue and that hurt these people's feelings, caused them harm, that can create a chilling effect for other radio hosts or YouTube hosts or newspaper article writers or bloggers or podcasters or anything else, because they're like, well, wait a minute, if that could happen to that guy, maybe something similar could happen to me. And I don't want that to happen to me. So maybe I'm just going to not act. I'm not going to, to say the things I would say. I'm not going to speak my mind for fear of something similar to that happening to me. So that that's the chilling effect. I, I get frozen into not moving not taking action because i'm worried about someone else uh what happened to them happening to me brittany i want to ask you this though let's let's go to like the broader principle so free speech um is it should it just be completely free or are there any reasonable limits if we're kind of poking at this like defamation idea right like hey just because you hurt someone's feelings or you know attack their reputation or whatever but um but but should there be, in your view, like any limitations to free speech?
0: So it's it's interesting. So I'll, I have two answers, basically. Because I work with a lot of attorneys and I work in things like this, I know the justification. I know the reasons why there are some limits to free speech. I understand them. But in my perfect ideal world, I don't think there should be limits on free speech. You know, I think uh, you should be able, if if you think someone has harmed you you should be able to take them to court in civil court is what we call it, where the government's not really involved and and work it out between two parties. But I don't think you should be in trouble for saying and I don't think there should be a government rule that says, you know, there are limits on free speech. I think free speech should be just that. It should be free, but you should know that there's consequences for things that you say. And maybe the consequence is people don't like you. Maybe that's maybe that's the consequence that you said something and people choose not to talk to you anymore. But I tend to think that speech should be completely free.
1: Well, it, it is interesting to think about because let's say like, like this whole, like if you know something is untrue and you still say it with the intent to cause that person harm, I, I can have some sympathy there because like, people have said untrue things about me that they knew were false and, and it hurt. Like it caused me problems. My reputation was lowered in the eyes of people who saw this because this person I'm thinking of publicly claimed that I had done this corrupt thing, that I had taken money for this, you know, political thing when I had in fact not and You know, but like never in my mind did I think, oh, I'm going to sue that person. (laughs) You know, like, 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 what did I do? I combated speech with more speech. I, I made my own public post. I said, this is a complete fabrication, a total lie. Here's, you know, evidence, I guess. But, you know, it's not like there was, there was nothing to prove. They claimed that I had made all this money. I hadn't. How do you, how do you prove that that didn't happen? But I, I basically laid out like why I thought this person was saying this and, and the whole background. And, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to have to make up their mind, maybe who they find more credible if they, you know, think I'm just lying through my teeth and I really did get the money and I'm really corrupt. There are some people out there who still think that to this day. Um, but, you know, what can you do? I mean, like, are we just going to sue everyone every time someone set, like makes something up about us? I Can you I imagine
0: think- <laughs> with the Internet? <laughs>
1: oh, boy. <laughs> Social media, especially. So, so yeah, like I never thought, hey, let's go sue this person. It's it's more just, I I think the way to address problematic speech is with more and better speech. I, I think a lot of what we're seeing right now is people want to shut speech down if it's something they don't like, whether we're talking about, you know, gender trans stuff, or we're talking about critical race theory stuff, or we're talking about, you know, liberty or how bad the schools are doing or whatever. A lot of people out there just want to shut down their competitors. They don't want that topic being discussed or that person, you know, being allowed to have a platform to, to, to talk. And so I think one of the reasons why, um, I'm optimistic for like Elon Musk being in charge of Twitter again now, you know, and things like this is like, let's not go the censorship route where we shut down speech. Let's actively encourage more speech. Like let's, let's push out the crazy people and the fringe ideas with more people engaging them and providing evidence and arguments in favor of something better. So, so uh, this could be an interesting topic for you guys as a family. Do you think there are limits around free speech? Is it absolute? And And if there's not limits, or excuse me, if there are limits, what should they be? And how would you enforce it to make sure that you don't have these crazy lawsuits where billions of dollars are being awarded by juries? You know, so if you do want to control free speech in some circumstances, what does that look like? That would be a fun, interesting uh, exercise for you guys to think through as a family. This is a super important topic in our day. This is very relevant to what is going on right now. Of course, in our world, this whole debate over free speech and how many people don't don't support free speech. They they want to shut down their opposition. So this is an issue that's not going away. Be great for you guys as a family to talk about it. We'll leave you to it. Brittany, thanks as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later